Portions of this program are pre-recorded. This is the Joe Pags Show. To talk to Joe, call 888-941-PAGS. And now, it's Joe Pags. All right, glad to have you. Thanks. I appreciate you stopping by. We've got a big show coming your way. Joe Biden goes to Arizona, doesn't go to the border. He actually gives an answer why, and it's really lame. Now, they're already trying to walk it back and correct what he said, but uh, we'll have that for you. Probably focus more on the border second hour and his visit there, although I will give you a preview in a second. Another one of those Joe Bidenisms, another Biden soundbite where the audience is so uncomfortable that they laugh a little bit and clap a little bit. We've got that for you, plus Victor Avila on the border about what's really happening down there, why he says Biden isn't going there, and there's a free speech fight in Colorado as we speak. The free speech fight is about a web designer who is suing the state because the state is trying to restrict or control speech and expression, which is actually pretty interesting on a Tuesday. Let's go. Carrie, how's it going? Pretty good. How are you? Doing well. Polo making it happen. Sam in the hizzy. Wow. La da 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 dee 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 dee. Crazy train Tuesday. Carrie, you getting any of the sound bites out of uh, Joe Biden in uh, Arizona today? I've heard a couple. You know, uh, he's a wordsmith. I think the guy's a wordsmith. Now, if you want to see any of these before we do the show, I did, I think, three shorts and, no, one short and three reels today. The shorts are on um, YouTube and the reels are on Instagram about this. I'm not going to talk about Biden and the Arizona visit until next hour. Uh, we're going to start on something very, very different. But uh, but before we do that, I will, Kara, I'm going to give him a preview. I'll give him the one, one preview okay. of Joe Biden in Arizona today. All right. Investment. We'll construct a second fab here in Phoenix to build chips, three nano chips, the three nano chip, chips and the three nano. And you know what I'm saying? <laughs> nano, no, no. I don't know. What? I think he was saying that they're going to construct another lab. He said fab and then nano, 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 chip, nano, nano. And he screws it up completely. And the complicit audience, what, laughs? So some people start to clap. Woo, 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 man can't talk. It's, you know, it's, it's just so stupid to me. I don't understand. And again, there is no doubt there's a cognitive decline. And he doesn't really know what he's doing and what he's saying half the time. But they keep on putting him on display. Now, next hour, I will outline the fact that he does give an answer. And I think it's Peter Ducey that, that yelled the question at him as to why he's not going to the border, even though he was in Arizona. And he's in Arizona kissing everybody's rear end and kissing Apple and Tim, Tim Cook's rear end and, um, and talking about the nanochip plant. I think, I think it's owned foreign-owned. I don't even think that it's owned by us or a, a United States company. I guess it will build some jobs, but um, he couldn't go to the border. I'll give you a hint. It just wasn't as important. It wasn't important enough, basically. So we'll get into that next hour. But I do want to start on something that just... It breaks my heart and it makes me mad because it didn't have to happen. This is something that was easily avoided. This is something that nobody would even try to do if we weren't doing this just blind out of criminal justice anymore. We just don't prosecute anybody. We don't arrest anybody. We're letting people steal stuff. You know, Carrie, I heard a number yesterday that Target lost $400 million in theft in one year. 
Wow. I also heard um, somebody, a top exec from Walmart, saying they're either going to start closing stores or just laying off people because the amount of money that they're losing in the past year from shoplifting is unbelievable. And I don't blame them. And that's not it, that should not be the result. The The recourse should be, uh-oh, crime is up. Bad things are happening. Bad guys and gals are getting away with stuff. Let's start prosecuting. Let's start putting punishments. Let's let's start making consequences. But what we've done in some form or fashion to make the numbers look better, we're releasing bad guys from prison. We're not holding people on cash bail. We're just getting cash bail. And people have no, there's no consequence. There is no punishment when you do something wrong. So why wouldn't you walk in? I went to CVS the other day to buy, to buy some razors. And the razors were behind lock and key. And, and I'm, I'm trying to get, I'm like, can you help me? I can't get the razors. He said, yeah, we have, the, we have to lock them down now. I mm-hmm. said, well, why? Who's stealing razors? Well, there's a lot of theft, you know. And this is in, this is in you know, central south Texas. This isn't L.A. This isn't San Francisco. This isn't Chicago or Philly where crime's out of, out of control. These big companies are now protecting their stuff the best they can. But if you do get it, you know, there's some video of some guy just putting loads and loads of equipment from Home Depot or something in his, in his knapsack, just walking out. Nobody even says anything. The Apple store, there was this crazy video from the other day where these two, these two kids walk in. Well, they appear to be kid teens, maybe early 20s, who knows? And they're just ripping the products off of the chains. And you could hear customers saying, should we do something? And the Apple employees saying, no, 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 just stay back, just stay back. They'll, they'll be done in a minute. I mean, they're, they're, they're helping them steal it now. There is no recourse. There's nothing you can do. And then it gets to the level of this next story that we're going to have for you. And it makes you ask the question, what, at what point is enough enough? At what point have you proven that the lack of police or the attacks on police or the lack of enforcement is hurting society, not helping society? When will it turn around? Is this story going to be the one? I mean, this story should never have happened. Carrie, if you don't mind. From the Daily Mail, a Home Depot worker has died from his injury six weeks after being shoved to the concrete floor by a serial shoplifter. He tried to stop stealing three pressure washers worth $800. Gary Razor, 83, died on December 1st after he confronted the suspect at the store's garden center on October 18th. The grandfather put his arm out to stop the man from rolling away a cart full of shoplifted pressure washers. He was seen on surveillance footage being shoved to the floor by the thief. A razor who had worked at the Hillsboro, North Carolina store for nine years was in and out of the hospital in the weeks after the incident before being transferred to hospice care where he celebrated his 83rd birthday. His wife Yvonne said she and her husband had plans to retire, travel and meet their new grandchild for the first time before his death. Now, Lee Bushold's Razor's stepdaughter is urging anyone with information to contact police before the suspect hurts or kills someone else. Speaking to DailyMail.com, she said, what I want is for the attacker to be apprehended immediately. I want his face on every TV and every newspaper, on billboards and social media until there is no place for him to hide. So there's the scene. You go to Home Depot. And there's usually a greeter there. Sometimes there is uh, the greeter is handing you a cart. They'll like line up carts for you to take. Everybody's helpful to the point where sometimes I have to say, hey, I'm good. And they're very helpful. Many times, like I was there at Home Depot locally a few weeks ago. There's a guy, and I, I told you guys about this. It's a former Secret Service agent is there. And he's just working. He's like a grandfather. He's just working a couple of days a week just to go get out of the house and do something. 
and he gave me his um, his coin that said that he was former Secret Service. See, here's a guy, 82 years old, turned 83 in hospice after the attack, and he's just standing at the door of the garden center at Home Depot. And there's another guy, much younger guy, goes in and just decides he's going to take a cart and put three pressure cleaners on it. The total amount, the cost, the, the value of these things was, what would you say, 800, 800, 899, something like that? 800. Mm-hmm. Right. So he goes in and grabs them. And the 82-year-old is the one who has lived 82 years, has, has known a society where the value system was you don't just steal, you don't just take things, you don't just harm people, you don't just grab stuff that isn't yours. And if somebody tries to, you stop them. Now, he doesn't punch the guy. He doesn't kick the guy. He puts his arm out, like to say, what are you doing? Where are you going? You haven't paid for this. And the guy shoves him to the ground. You know, there's video of it. He shoves him to the ground. And there's this 82-year-old grandfather who has worked his whole life, about to retire finally, and he's just dead. And it doesn't make any sense. His sin was he decided to make a couple of bucks on the side, part-time job after he retired from wherever he did his whole life, and instead of allowing somebody to walk out doing something anybody in society would see as wrong, he decides to say, hey, hey hold on, you got to pay for that. Just puts his arm out. The guy shoves him violently. And think about what happens later, because they know what kind of car he's in, and he had a temporary tag on it. This guy had to go to his car after taking an action that ended up killing a man. Open the trunk, put the stolen goods in, put some more in the back seat, wherever he, whatever he did, got in the car and went, headed down the road. Maybe he went and grabbed a burger. And this is what society is today. And it doesn't make sense. In a civil society, this doesn't happen. In a civil society, you walk into Home Depot and you realize, if I want something here, I'd like to, I'm going to have to take some money out or use a card and buy it. I'm not going to walk in and steal a bunch of stuff. And I don't care why the guy stole it. He happened to be black. The guy who did it appears to be in this video, although his, the bottom part of his face is covered. You can see the rest of his head. So I don't want to hear about 400 years ago. I don't want to hear about criminal justice. I don't want to hear about mass incarceration or something stupid. I don't want to hear about social justice reform because even if all that stuff needs to be fixed and perhaps it needs to be tweaked, it doesn't make it okay for this guy to go steal three pressure cleaners from Home Depot and kill a guy on the way out. Doesn't make it okay. Doesn't make up for it. This revenge mentality was put in place by one Barack Obama. He came into office, the first black president, although half white. He could have united us more than we've ever seen in our lives, but instead purposely divided us on racial lines, on gender lines, on orientation lines. He did everything he could to divide us because a divided country is easier to control and easier to get to vote for you. This guy led this country for eight years through the lens of reparations in his mind or revenge in his mind. And this is what we're seeing. And like it or not, a lot of these crimes are happening because people feel he was right that they're owed something. The two, the two young people at the Apple store, two black guys. This guy at Home Depot, black guy. When you see somebody take over the Wawa's in Philadelphia, 150 black teenagers. And again, they're being empowered by somebody. 
and there's no consequence. Now, I think the, the vast majority of black Americans are good people who are family-oriented, who work hard and do what's right. But you're seeing this uptick in crime, and maybe I'm the only person that'll say it. It appears to be young black people that are doing it. Why? Somebody has given them the mentality that white America has harmed them irreparably, so they're owed something, and there's nothing you can do to stop us. And now now we're killing 82-year-olds at the Home Depot. Now we're shutting down Wawa's. And as Kerry said, and this only makes sense, if you're a corporation, if you're a business owner, and you're in a neighborhood that needs your goods or services, why would you stay there if the neighborhood won't at least tell the youth in the neighborhood or the bad people in the neighborhood, whoever it happens to be, to stop attacking the store? Don't loot the store because there's a power outage. Don't break in because the store is closed and they've got something you want. Don't walk in in broad daylight and start stealing iPhones and iPads. Don't kill a guy on the way out of Home Depot after stealing some pressure cleaners. And again, it's going to other parts of America. This is not just the big metropolises. This is Hillsboro, North Carolina. I don't even know what that is. So at some point, we have to put our feet down as a society. And I think more specifically, where things like this are happening, black leaders, the elders in the black community need to step up and say, hey, knock this off. We're not going to have a grocery store here anymore. We're not going to have a gas station anymore. We're not going to have an Apple store anymore. We're not going to have a Target anymore. We're not going to have a Home Depot anymore. Stop it. Stop this. This is wrong. What you're doing is wrong. And yes, you need to have cash bail. And yes, you need to prosecute people when they do bad. And yes, you need to throw their asses in jail or prison. I don't care what the history of the country says. If you do something bad in 2022, you should face 2022 penalties. And the penalties are getting lower and lower and lesser and lesser because people don't want to stand up for what's right. Well, I'm going to. What do you think? 888-941-PAGS, 888-941-7247, JoePags.com. Stay right here. You're listening to Joe Pags. I appreciate you stopping by. Thanks a lot for being here. 888-941-PAGS, JoePags.com. Going to tell you about Eden Pure. If you've got a mystery smell in your house, you just can't get rid of it. You've been trying for a while. You tried candles, cover-up sprays. Nothing seems to work. Well, the best-selling Eden Pure Thunderstorm air purifier uses proven oxy technology that quickly seeks out and destroys any odor guaranteed. Even if you don't know where the smell is coming from, the thunderstorm is going to get rid of it in just a few minutes. And unlike those candles and cover-up sprays, the thunderstorm doesn't mask or cover up bad odors. It completely eliminates them. And best of all, no filters to buy. Right now, you can save $200 on an Eden Pure Thunderstorm 3-pack for the entire home. You're going to get three units for under $200. Put one in your basement, maybe your bedroom, family room, kitchen, anywhere you need fresh, clean air. Go to EdenPureDeals.com right now. Put in my discount code. It's PAGS3, P-A-G-S, the number three, to get three units for under $200. That's EdenPureDeals.com. Discount code is PAGS3. Save $200 right now. Again, EdenPureDeals.com. Discount code is P-A-G-S, the number three. Shipping is also free. Get on this and get on it right now. You go to Robert Line 2. Robert, what's going on? Hi. Hey, man. Hey. You know, uh, I, I, I listen to you, but 
I know. You know, uh, Barack Obama was Barack Obama is, is, is it was a great president. Horrible guy, horrible but, president, horrible divider. No, but I, I can't understand what your philosophy is when you say uh, when you won't say the majority of mass killers are white. I'm not talking about mass killers. I'm, I'm, I'm talking about criminal justice and not punishing people for crime. What, what, what does that have to do with you're mass not, killers? You, what we talking about? You, what you're trying to? I'm talking about an 82 way. year old man that was killed at Home Depot. Robert, are you okay with that? People get killed every day. So you're okay with it, right? You're, so you're okay with it. I'm not. I'm not okay. With okay. Well, then. Well, then. Try, they, listen. Well, listen, Robert. Here's a couple what? of a couple of things that my audience needs to know about you. You've called my show for many, many years. You listen all the time, and I appreciate that. You're an older black man, and instead of agreeing with me and saying that we should go into the community and talk to young people of all races and backgrounds and make them stop acting like this, you want to argue with me about mass killers when I'm talking about the death of an that's 82 year old man. Saying. No, that is exactly what I'm but saying. That's not what you're Robert, saying. Robert, I'm gonna I'm that's gonna stop. I'm gonna I'm gonna stop talking because I. I want people listening to understand how completely delusional you are when you call my show. Go ahead. So, so, so that's not what you're inciting. What you're inciting is that I didn't incite anything. What's wrong with Barack? What's wrong with people who listen to Barack Obama? Oh, Obama was a horrible he guy. He's a bad influence. He was a horrible guy. guy. A horrible influence. Horrible. Do you think Donald Trump's a bad influence on on America? No, not at all. I think Donald Trump did what he said he would do when he got into office. Listen, I'm going to ask you, you a simple. I'm going to ask you a simple question. Tell me why you like Barack Obama and what I what you think I have wrong. Go ahead. I, I think Bar- Barack Obama is a great role model. Tell me why. He went to school, graduated in the in the in the top in his class, right? No, he didn't graduate in the top of his class as far as I know. Yes, he did. No, we're not allowed to see his college records. Robert, we're not allowed to see his college records. Don't make stuff up. We literally are not allowed to see his college records. Yes, you are. No, you're not. Tell me right now his records at Occidental College. Tell me why he went to Pakistan as a teenager. Tell me how he enrolled in college here. Tell me his, fill me in on his college records. You seem to know them. Go ahead. I'll tell you that he graduated from Harvard, didn't he? No, he was a teacher at Harvard. I don't know if he graduated from there. He may have, but he was a teacher at Harvard in constitutional law, of all things. Tell me about Occidental College. Tell me how he got there. Tell me why he went to Pakistan. Tell me about his upbringing in Jakarta, Indonesia. You don't know, Robert, you don't know anything. You saw Obama's face and you liked him. That's it. He didn't do anything for what? What did he do? What did he do for you? What did he do for you? As the president, tell what me what he did for black. What he did for black young Americans is show them that they can become anything they choose to be. Really? What did Donald Trump show you? Donald Trump actually. What Donald did Trump did. You? Donald Trump did more for black Americans than Barack Obama could have in an entire oh, yeah, lifetime. In four years, he did more for black Americans. He reformed criminal justice. He did the Second Chance Act that t- that took people out of prison that should not have been there to begin with and should not have been serving life sentence. He was pardoning people who were who were convicted of simple crimes on the three strikes and you're out. He was giving people a new start and he raised the economy for everybody. And a rising tide raises all boats. Robert, the fact that you saw Barack Obama is somehow... Hey, 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 Robert, I'm more like you than Barack Obama is. I want you to understand that. Barack Obama... Barack Obama was raised by his white grandparents in Hawaii. He's not from the south side of Chicago. He's not some guy that's your brother. I am more your brother than Barack Obama will ever be. Ever. And the man did irreparable harm to black Americans. Black unemployment under Obama was sky high. Under Trump, somehow it was way lower. You tell me how that happened. Look. 
keep listening to the show, but you got to get your head out of your ass at some point. But I love you like a brother. Keep it here. This is the Joe Pegg Show.